we're all just numbers. And if you look at a list of our phone numbers printed, you know, uh, alphabetically, <laughs> what the fuck is not number alphabetically? <laughs> <laughs> the number alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. The number, if you, if you look, <laughs> we're all just fucking numbers. And if you just, <laughs> Can I get a hug? Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, Welcome to the Glass Bottom Podcast, the GBP, if you will. I am Mike, and up to my left is Naked Rob. What up, Rob? Hi, I am naked. I'm mostly naked. We're saving totally naked Rob for 25th episode. Yes, that's true. How's things? <laughs> things are things. I saw you holding uh, the new hairless cat up, which is, uh, what was her name again? I think uh, she still doesn't have a name. I think oh, we're Jesus Christ. Cleopatra, Cleopatra, Queen of Denial. Queen of Denial. Well, Rob is, has a shirt off. He's having a heat trouble in his house, I guess. And uh, we started with, the camera came on, there's naked Rob. And then he holds a hairless cat against his skin. I can only imagine how good that feels. That's right. You can only imagine. I know. <laughs> up to my right, shards. What up, shards? What's up? Nothing here. You all right? I'm good. He's the usual. Shards is the usual. He doesn't. He has a poker face. He doesn't let anybody into his soul. Yeah, we get that. I don't get too high and I don't get too low. Well, not anymore. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, housekeeping. Last week, Nit stepped on my Johnson again. Uh, we were talking about Jamie Fox. And I proceeded to crap on him and tell him that I did like the movie Life, but he ain't in the movie Life. <laughs> he's not in the movie Life. No, he's not. No, it's Martin Lawrence who I also dislike. I don't know. That's who I was. Oh, I was fuck yourself. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Jamie, I love Martin. Oh Martin my Lawrence. god, I got the two mixed up in my head. It's my fault. I got them mixed up. Jamie Fox, I kind of like. He was great in Ray and a lot of other stuff, and his comedy spoke to me. But. Uh, Martin Lawrence, I don't know. I didn't like his TV show. But so anyway, I got him. Mm. Shards, Martin Lawrence. What about what you say? You I like Martin Lawrence. See, see, it's a me thing. I get it Uh, to each his own different strokes, if you know what I mean. Uh, So that's housekeeping for this week. I only stepped on my Johnson once. Uh, It must be hard with the dick so long. No, I just got short legs. Boom, boom, Anyway, (laughs) we're not going to call the beginning the yin and the yang, because as we know from our lives that it's never good first, bad second. It's always bad first. So we're going to call it on this show, the yang and the yin. I have got a yang and this week it's cancer. Effing cancer. I dodged a cancer bullet, a 20 millimeter cancer bullet, and I'm thankful. Uh, However, three of my friends had problems with cancer this week and it's fucking got me so depressed. First, the one that caught us off guard is a guy call sign bear. He's been a family friend since my kids were in grammar school because his wife was one of their teachers and uh, she's the salt of the earth and he is equally the salt of the earth. And he had some trouble, went to the hospital, found out he had cancer in, a, in his appendix. So 
they cut it out, major surgery, did chemo, and now he's back in the hospital because he's reacting real bad to this. It's affecting everything, and it sucks ass. And Woody, we all know Woody, his, uh, his leukemia came back. He'd been in remission for a while. It came back. Now he's back in Cancer City getting chemo, and he's, he's up there. He's in his 70s, and he's a good dude. And even worse, his son, Woody Jr., in California, he beat geoblastoma, which is the worst, most aggressive brain cancer on earth. And it was a miracle. It's, it's usually nothing but bad news. He got treatment and got in full remission, got his health back. He was doing wonderful ocean kayaking, living back to the life he had before, and boom, had a checkup. It's back. So this week's Yang and every fucking week's Yang, in my opinion, is cancer. Fuck you, cancer. I know. I was really scared that you were about to announce that you had cancer, to be quite honest. No, <laughs> that's probably episode. That's probably episode 190. It'll be like Mike. Gets All ass, now, folks. <laughs> Mike gets ass cancer. So whatever season that is, pick me in the pool, the life, the uh, recently departed pool, and you'll win. Now for the yen. The yen. We're not going to leave you on a sad note. The yen is I'm alive. Oh, it's so good to be alive. <laughs> last week, I didn't say it on last week's podcast because I hadn't remedied the problem yet. But last week, I drove all week in my truck, my Dodge truck with no brakes. And I don't mean like bad brakes. I meant like no brakes. I lost all my brake fluid somehow. And because it was the middle of the week and I'm busy, man, I couldn't find the problem. So I just poured more brake fluid in my reservoir. And that just meant my reservoir is full of air and brake fluid. So I went all week until I could get to the weekend and fix it with no brakes. I had to plan ahead. It was, gr- I'm a good driver. The one thing I can do better than anybody on earth is drive anything and everything. So all week, Monday, did it. No problem. Tuesday, no problem. Wednesday, no problem. Thursday, podcast, no problem. Friday, got to work. No breaks. No worries. Friday on the way home from work. I just thought to myself, going south on US1, like, I did it. I got through this week with no brakes on my fucking 5,000 pound death truck. And just as I thought that I looked up and traffic stopped in a place where traffic never stops, no stoplight, just traffic stopped because some asshole paving another road off to the side, sent their flagman into traffic, even though it wasn't necessary. Whoo. I saw my life flash before me. It wasn't much. It was, it was kind of sad actually. And did some Dukes of hazard shit. First, I mashed the brakes. They hit the firewall. Nothing happens. I knew that was coming. Jamming into the the median, grass median. That's where the Dukes of Hazzard shit started. Fishtail one way, fishtail the other. Finally got it shut down. And I sat there thinking, what an idiot. What an idiot. But then I said, I'm alive. And so are you. So the yin is I'm alive, which for most people will be a yang. But for me, it's a yin. You guys got anything? Good, bad, ugly? I mean, I I do, but Jesus Christ, I imagined your feet going through the floor like the Flintstones trying to stop that. <laughs> no, the Flintstones actually have more braking effect than what I had. My pedal was just useless. Like if you were just barely rolling, it would stop the truck. But as far as like actually stopping the truck, it couldn't, it did nothing. So yeah, but I am proud of myself. I, I haven't get fishtailed and done Dukes of Hazard shit in quite a while. And uh, I handled it pretty damn good, man. I was a Bo Duke up in there. Fishtail oh, hard Duke, huh? Good, you do fat little buddy. Yeah, so I'm proud of myself. But I'm alive, and so are you, as Bill Murray said in Scrooged. Any yins and yangs you guys want to throw in there? 
No, I, I think I have some stuff for later on in in our podcast, but I bet you nothing, do. Nothing crazy. I'm tackling my 75 percenter to do list thanks to Papi Coulom Hamon. And this last week, uh, after the Thursday podcast on Friday night, had my pizza, had a few cocktails. I decided to do the phone neighbor thing that I told last week I didn't have the balls to do. I did it. And it was fantastic. I had a blast of a drunken conversation with my phone neighbors. Have you guys ever done the phone neighbor thing? Still refuse to fucking do that shit. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, this is stupid. I'm not going to. And then I was like, hey, man, let's see what happens. So I texted one number above, one number below. 33 is we'll call one neighbor, my lower neighbor. Yeah, that was fun. I said, I texted her. Hi, phone number neighbor. I'm Mike. What up? And she texted back. LOL. What up, neighbor? LOL again. And I said, I know, right? This is nuts, but I was dared to do this. Never heard of this bullshit before. How are you? Good question mark. And then uh, we have went on to have some fun. Told her a little bit about myself and uh, she told me a little bit about herself. Oh, I'm sorry. 33 was a guy who got it mixed up. Then he sent me this picture later on. He sent me this picture. And no dick pics. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We'll put it up on the Insta. It was a picture of a, a muscular man sitting on a toilet, naked, grunting out a, a growler. You sure that's not him? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said, you can talk about me taking a shit on your podcast, <laughs> which we are. Bingo, 33. And then uh, I said, that looks like a stock photo. Personalize it. And you're effing in the A block, dude, which he's in the A block now. So he tried to personalize it by marking it up, but I knew it was fake. And uh, he eventually showed me the, where he got it from on the internet. So that wasn't really him. And uh, we chatted a little bit. I sent him a picture of me, like a vague picture of me. And uh, I ended up with uh, good talk about whatever, have fun. And I said, cheers, neighbor. Ha ha. That's 33, the guy. Now 35, same thing. I got the balls up. I got some liquid courage. And I said, what up, phone neighbor? I'm Mike. And texted back, hi, Mike. Oh, damn, 35. So cool. I was dared to do this. And wow, figured you would say F off. L-M-A-O, exclamation point, she sends back. Nah, I wish I had thought of it. This is working. Who knew? So I said, well, we are neighbors. So if you ever need some shit, whatever, hit me up. Then she said, thanks, you too. By the way, I'm Cheryl. Happy Cinco de Mayo. It was Cinco de Mayo. And then she sent a vague picture of her with two friends and said, I'm the one in the middle. And then I sent her a goofy picture of me. And told her about the podcast. And let's see how we signed off. Uh, we talked for quite a while. And uh, she said, uh, well, I'll check it out and get back to you. I said, cool, cheers. Will do. Have a great night. And I said, you too, neighbor. So what up to Cheryl? And I never got the name of the other neighbor, the guy, the fake shitter neighbor. But cheers. That was fun. It took a little bit of liquor to get me to do it. But I did it and I had fun. I encourage everybody to just say what up to your phone neighbors. Why not? What's the worst they could do? Ghost you? So are you oh, off a phone number? Come on. I didn't get my address. <laughs> I just imagined a ton of people like messaging their phone number. And it reminded me of the summer of when Pokemon go came out. Yeah. I don't know. Greatest don't summer think, ever. Yeah, it was. Yeah. My kids loved <laughs> it. It was. It got it me out of the house all summer. I was out of the house. Right. You were out with walking around with your kids you're having fun. It didn't matter what was going on around you. I'm looking at large crowds walking around the same park. We're walking around. I'm going, these fucking nerds. Do you believe this shit? This is for kids. What are these fucking nerds <laughs> and doing? And you're doing it too. And you're well, doing it. Kids. kids. 
I had children. They were little. They were like no, nine. It didn't matter. There was grown-ups like you walking around going, ooh, a Charizard. So anyway. that's my fucking childhood oh, right yeah, there. Dude. Okay. I was well, one of those grown-ups. Oh, my God. Right? It was great, I, wasn't it? My daughter was so, a newborn. I strapped her up on my baby carrier, and I walked around, dude. Oh, uh, we probably crossed paths, and I was like, don't these fucking grown-ups have something better to do? No. There I is think nothing that was, better to do. That was a great time in human history. Honestly. It was. It got everybody out. People were talking. I remember sitting in the park while my kids were running around catching uh, Pokemons and people were talking, walking up to each other, just talking. I thought it was a great thing. It turned out to be a beautiful thing for civilization for a couple of years. It really was, honestly. And then the un- unmentionable happened and it all just kind of went in the fucking Yeah, it shitter. all kind of went the shitter. People at, at our work, grown-ass men, were not coming to lunch to shoot the shit neat. They were going out at lunch to fucking Pokemon Go. <laughs> like 30-year-old. I'm not shitting I was, on I it. was doing the same thing, man. I had an hour lunch at Ron John's, dude. I was hunting. Wow. I was walking so, out up and down the beach, dude. I found a Gyarados on the beach in Cocoa Beach. I was stoked. Shout out to Mason in Utah. But Mason would take everyone's phone whenever there was a raid. Uh-huh. And so he'd have like eight phones with him. Isn't that illegal and in the Pokemon would, world? No, 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 man. He, this is a brother right there. And he would go and he would do raids with all eight of our phones so that we would all get them the Pokemon on his lunch break. Like this guy <laughs> was legit. Or he was looking through your kinky ass uh, photo files and uh, transferring photo images probably from what you had. He, he got the mother load. That's the trade I'm willing to take. I was going to say, oh. it's a fair trade off. but to tie this in rob you said uh this had something to do with phone neighbors what does phone neighbors have to do with pokemon go no i'm just saying that uh it's crazy that your cell phone something you take along with you everywhere you can have a conversation with the person up and down of your phone number and just have a good time with it because you're tangently connected i just thought of a great idea block party Go like go like five numbers down and five numbers up, all in uh-huh. a group message. Make all of them talk to each other. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Neighborhood blog party. Oh. <laughs> Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna do oh, that? God, am I have to? Do I have to do that? That's gonna I take a lot of do. liquor. That's gonna take a lot of liquor. Look, I'm a I'll seventy-five percenter. I'm scratching shit off one at a time. You can't add shit to me once I scratch something off. But that mm-hmm. does sound good. Why don't what you text, text your neighbors what? and ask them if they want to start a block party and do a group chat with like five numbers up, five numbers down. Hmm. Or ask them to do it. No, they're not. I can't. No, no, no. 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 Ask no. them to do one number down or whatever. One number down, one number up for for either or. And then all in a group ch- and they have to include you in the group chat. Damn, this sounds, so, that goes. this sounds so enticing, but it's so not me. This isn't what I do. This is the opposite of what I do. I will buy you a bottle. Like of? you said, Mike, what's the worst that could happen? What do you want? What do you want a bottle of? Uh, uh, fuck yeah, it all. Yeah, you're thinking <laughs> You're thinking about what bottle you want. Damn. All right. All right, I'll do it. God damn it. Now, I just knocked something on my list and you just put something harder <laughs> on my list. What bottle we're, do you want? We're here because I'm a 75 percenter. That doesn't mean add shit to me. Uh Vodka, any uh, deep Eddie vodka. But the reason I started leaning into this was I was sitting there chilling. And as my give a fuck got taken away, I was like, you know what? In the old days, I knew all my neighbors. And nowadays you think about it. A phone neighbor is the closest neighbor most people have. Like we're all just numbers. And if you look at a list of our phone numbers printed, you know, uh, 
alphabetically. <laughs> what the fuck is not number Generally? alphabetically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the number alphabet, yeah. Yeah, the number. If you, if you, look, <laughs> we're all just fucking numbers. And if you just think about all of us on a piece of paper listed alphabetically numbered, uh, that's the neighbors I have that I talk to. So I did it. And it was kind of cool. So, okay, I'm going to do it. 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 So wait, do it. you guys damn. don't know your neighbors? I do not. Um, I, I don't no. interact with my neighbors. One of them behind, on, next to us is a complete meth head. Everything I saw in Breaking Bad is what these guys do. They're scrappers. Like, they don't have real jobs, so they just fill their backyard with scraps. Like, all day they gather, then they come home at night and they try and sort, but nothing ever They're gets taken away. <laughs> <laughs> of scrap material. And then, uh, yeah, so, nope. Don't check on that one. And the other neighbor is the one that uh, during a hurricane put a sailboat next to our house and then uh, tacked it down with uh, like 10 cent clothesline cord that went to literally fucking tent spikes. Oh, my God. He thought he was going to secure a fucking sailboat on a trailer next to our house with tent spikes and fucking clothesline. So fuck my neighbors there. My phone number neighbors sound pretty cool. I'm I'm down. I'm going to have I'm not going to go five. I'm going to go three. How's that? We'll go two numbers up from each neighbor. Okay. Oh, boy. What you need I'm to do is drive this. down an average block in your neighborhood and count how many houses, and that's how many you have to go no, up and down. No. So if, if you got no. seven houses, you got to go three down and three up. Nope. Nope. The dead center has got like 33 nope. up, 33 down. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that would be chaos, and everyone would hate me, and they'd probably block me which I'm going to do that this Friday. Okay. I'm going to do three up, three down. So that that's as far as you're going to get with me, but it sounds like fun. I had a blast and it was cool. I really felt connected. I'm, I'm very antisocial. And I was like, this ain't bad. This is cool. So find your phone neighbor listeners, get out there. You glass holes, find your phone neighbor, email us or uh, let us know how it goes for you. I, I encourage everyone. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts. And most of them now, especially the sports ones, are sponsored by goddamn online sports books. You guys heard ads for online sports book? No. That's how you listen to podcasts, Rob. Shards. Sorry. <laughs> Shards, if you heard online sports book podcast commercials. Oh, yeah. FanDuel rules them all. None of them rule. It fucking sucks. The part that sucks is after they give you the minute of commercial, they got to give you a minute of... In Ohio, call 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF. You know, it's the cool thing about podcasts is you can fast forward through that stuff. Huh? Nobody better fast. Why would you tell our listeners to fast forward through anything? What's wrong with you? I fast, to, I fast forward all the time when I'm listening to podcasts. Learn how to work. I don't. I'm old school. I just think that with all the money in sports betting, uh, why can't they all just, the sports betting people get together and run one call center? Have a problem with gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLING-PROBLEM like asking why can't all people buy the same manufacturer of car yeah why can't all people buy the same manufacturer car rob that's a good oh, question oh my god I'm we're kidding. not getting into that no. <laughs> i just think with so much money coming in and these commercials getting out of hand like just get together you tight ass bitches and get get us one number where gambling uh, addicts can call and let's not waste my time on podcasts thank you that's my filibuster you Wherever guys got gonna- someone can make some money someone else thinks they can do it better no one's making money by reading a hundred mandatory uh, gambling crisis lines. Nobody's making money there. They're yeah, paying. Someone's charging it. Yeah, but they're usually run by states. Like the states, taxpayers pay to run the gambling hotline. They shouldn't have to. 
the, the people making money off the gambling should be running the gambler hotline and they should have one goddamn number like 911. Call 777. You have a problem with gambling? Call 777 from any phone. Oh, that dude, that was a stroke of brilliance. Copyright Glass Bottom Podcast 2023 777. God, that Are was you saying good. like the suicide hotline for gambling addiction? It's yeah, yeah. one hotline. Yeah. Then they can connect you to whatever about they this. need to be. <laughs> What's that? You lost your house gambling? Let me connect you to the suicide hotline. My work is done here. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Please hold. Do, 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 So that's my soapbox. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to stand on my soapbox and uh, soapbox about? <laughs> Fuck your soapbox. I brought my own. Yeah, yours is. Jesus, your soapbox is so much bigger than my soapbox, Rob. I know it's I, I've taken care of it. Honestly, it's twice as wide too. Well, look at yeah. that tits. He needs all the soap he can get. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so what you got, Rob? What's what's in your craw? Bad service. Oh, that's like bad service everywhere now. I mean, like bad food service. Um, the on food was st- bad, and the service was bad. Hey, you know what? The service wasn't great but mm-hmm. the food was shit oh that's terrible i hate when that happens and i can't even say that you know what hold on let's just tell the story and we'll get there we'll get to the bad service your mic's doing that again rob the uh your mic's doing the open thing testing better is that better better all right okay raspberry We'll get to the bad service. Let's so uh, on Friday night, last Friday, uh, I went to Ryan's. I don't know if you guys have heard of that place. It's in uh, Coco Village. Yeah, that place, uh, pizza. They used to be famous for pizza. Yes, yes, they are still famous for pizza, apparently. Now, my dumbass does not order pizza from a pizza place. You sound like my significant other, but uh, go ahead. So the first thing we ordered was some garlic knots. Okay, that's pizza adjacent, so that should have been good. Those were fucking fantastic. The Alfredo sauce there. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I was in love. They must buy the expensive it. bucket of Alfredo sauce. They must. Cisco. I, I don't know Cisco what they do. Premium yeah. bucket of sauce. Okay. So we knocked those out, put our order in and we got there about maybe eight forty-five, nine o'clock. And our food didn't come out until nine 30. What? Mind you, they close at 10. What'd you order? Beef Wellington? Ah, ah. So uh, the person I was with ordered a, um, oh God, what was that called? An entree? <laughs> no, it's it's the pizza, but it's not a pizza. It's, it's a calzone. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, a calzone. calzone. Okay. Um, so they got a calzone and I ordered a chili cheese hot dog. From a pizza place. Look, man. Look, look. You see, you see a chili cheese hot dog. You order a chili cheese hot dog, right? Okay, go on. There's no fucking way the story ends with them fucking up a chili cheese dog. Go ahead. Yeah, there's no fucking way, right? Yeah. So 30 minutes later, they bring out the chili cheese dog. Their microwave must be very weak. Anyway, go ahead. It must be. <laughs> and there's a nice large hair sitting in my chili cheese. Was it curly? No, it's straight, so it wasn't mine. Oh, sidebar. I found a gray pubic hair. But don't worry, it's not mine. <laughs> That's Joe Rogan's joke. Go ahead. You can't steal jokes like that, man. 
I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Okay. Go ahead, Rob. Anyway. You found a hair in your chili dog. In my chili dog. And I'm not like the type of person to throw a complete fit at all to, to service members. Like yeah. it's, it's not their fault. It just no. happens. But the waitress could be bringing it to your table and see this and fix it or. Sure. But like it's the end of the night. I get it. It's not a huge deal. So I just pointed out. I say, look, there, there's there's a hair in my food. I'm I, I, I can't eat that. Hang on. I'm the waitress real quick. First, I scan. I look at the hot dog then I scan up to your giant fucking beard. <laughs> and then I look at your giant head of hair. And I, I don't even know about your nipple hair yet. I don't even know about that. And I go, yeah, there is a hair in your food. And I look at you with the eyes like, mm-hmm. but it was a straight hair. How did you know? Did you fucking ask it? You just can't assume that. You oh, fucking I did ask beast. It. You're a brute. You're a beast. It was a straight hair. You don't hair. know me. <laughs> okay. You found a straight hair in your straight chili dog. And? And she's like, oh, no, I totally get it. Uh, I wouldn't be able to eat that either. She, she takes it away. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes later for a chili or a chili dog Damn. a chili dog comes out and the area in which this hair was at is absence of both chili and cheese so they on the new dog they touched it up they didn't give you a new dog they sent a half an hour to touch it up I, you know i i can't say that they did i can't say that it. they didn't i see this from space that's what they yeah. did yeah, what happened? I still fucking ate two bites of that and then said, this is a shitty hot dog. How do you make a shitty hot dog? Dude, I don't know. It just was not good. And it probably was because it was sitting under a fucking heat lamp for 30 minutes. Hot dogs are resistant to heat lamps. They're resistant to rollers. Hot dogs, you can't ruin a hot the dog. The bread was dry. Yeah, you got like, fucked. You got I fucked. got fucked hard. Yeah. And then, and then... That night and the next night, I was not okay. I felt sick. You got gut bombed? I got gut bombed. On a hot dog from a pizza oh. joint. Who could have seen this coming? I know, right? Here's the, here's know. what happened. Order up. I've got a calzone and a chili dog. A fucking chili dog? We're a pizza place. Do we have hot dogs? Check the back of the walk-in. I think they're underneath all the rotten spinach. Oh, I found one. Do we have chili? I don't think so. Do we have ketchup and meat? Let's make chili. But the calzone's doing great. What kind of asshole goes into a pizza joint and orders a chili dog? This and motherfucker that, does. Well, I'm a, I'm a pro restaurant on this one, Shards. Where do you weigh in on this? I'm pro restaurant. I'm team restaurant on this one. I think I think Rob committed a foul going to a pizza joint and getting a hot dog. Well, hold on. The menu pointed it out, okay? It was highlighted. Like, they're proud of this. Mm. So don't come at me too hard. They were proud of this chili dog. It was like world famous or some shit. Hi, welcome to Ryan's Pizza. Would you like to try a chili dog? Somewhere there's a fucking hot dog cart going, uh, you want uh, you want a sausage or a hot dog or a fucking a calzone? What do, you, what do you want here? I want the calzone. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a fucking pizza. I'm a hot dog. Jack. What do you know here? That was good. That was a good uh, Jersey voice. All right, Charge. What say you? Well, I mean, it was a hair in it. And then instead of replacing it, it sat under a heat lamp for 30 minutes after they were moved. You got waiting. Is that a verb? The movie waiting <laughs> can be turned into a verb. You I'm got pretty waiting. sure they were back there rubbing their balls on it. How do you That's think they got, got the sick, hair off, dude. Rob? Why do you think, yeah. how do you think they got the hair off with tongs? No. <laughs> <laughs> they mushroom stamped it. What was it me, myself, and Irene? Yeah. That's what happens. Oh, dude, you set yourself up for this. I hate to say I it. I did. But 
I'm pro I food did. industry. How was the calzone? That was probably good, right? She said it was great. You see where I'm coming from here, Rob? I did know. you get more drinks while you were waiting for the said hot dog? Did you at least oh, drink I had, more? I had no, I had fucking iced tea. I wasn't even drunk. Who are you? Do you hear this, Shards? Rob went to a pizza joint, got a hot dog, and no alcohol. He's been hacked. Uh, Rob's been hacked. Don't send me a new friend request, Rob, because you're not real, Rob. <laughs> Do you have any food horror stories, <laughs> Shards? Service, food, where the food was bad. Where the food was bad? Yeah. I'm a never sender backer. I, I'm, I'm a never ever sender backer. Never? No. Never. Don't like, you find like a fucking toenail in that shit? I won't eat it, but I ain't sending it back because yeah. for the same thing that happened to you, you get boomerang, dude. Dude, that I, movie a, waiting ruined me. So like, there's no way I'm saying. And plus, I, I had a bunch of friends that worked in the food industry and I was a, a bus boy as my first job. And I seen some shit and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm sending anything back never just be a, i'm not eating this and get more alcohol that's the answer to that i'll just order is that new. the answer <laughs> no 42 is the answer to everything oh as we know. my god but the answer to that is don't send it back i'm trying to think if i have a uh, bad food story but since i'm a not sender backer they don't really hit my radar i just never go back that's what i do but that place has a reputation for good food i know, I know. that's why i was like what the fuck is this well it's because you ordered the fucking chili place. dog <laughs> <laughs> that's on you dude it's a fucking trap all right i fell right into the goddamn trap <laughs> the reason why they highlighted it is because they had so much of it back there They're like dude we gotta get this out no. of here redo the menus highlight the chili dog let's unload this stuff it's all expired yeah, a year let's get it out I think it's even oh, better. Wow. I think whoever Ryan himself was like, check this out, dude. We're going to put chili dog on the menu. It's going to say Ryan's pizza. And then we're put a chili dog on there. Anybody <laughs> orders that motherfucker is getting <laughs> sick. <laughs> they deserve it. They deserve it. Let's put <laughs> That's that on what there. You get. <laughs> and then the oh, no. health department comes in and inspect. They're like, you guys did beautiful on the inspection, but those hot dogs look like they've been sitting out a while. And they're like, <laughs> we'll throw them away. That's why they're. That's why the chili dogs are famous. They're famous for fucking you up for ordering them in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you walked into that one, dude. You walked into it. I don't have a story queued up for this. I wish I did, but I don't. I have like nightmare customer stories. I have uh, other stories, but as far as sending food back, no. All right then. All right, let's flip the script then. Tell yep. me about a nightmare customer. Oh, I started out like shards as a bus boy and then a cook at a pizza joint. And uh, I've had customers, they order subs and we have like 40 people waiting in line. And then you hand them their subs and they sit there and unwrap it in front of everybody and go, I need more uh, banana peppers uh-huh. or the worst in food service. And if you do this, Rob, this is definitely on you. If the restaurant closes at 8.30 and you go in at 8.26 and order shit, you are going to be sick. You are going to be treated like shit because that's not how restaurants don't work like that. Restaurants start closing when it gets slow. And if you come in right before closing and they give you that eye, they'll give you a look like I'm sweeping. She's wiping a counter and uh, he's taking out the trash. They'll give you the big eyes and go, what can we do for you? And if you order shit, you are the biggest asshole on earth well you're in the top five i agree with you but like playing devil's advocate when do you close oh see Mm-mm. you don't know pow- you don't have no. the power there you don't no. have the power there <laughs> there's closing time and there's okay. cleaning up time all right okay as a as a as a i know you're scheduled till 10 not 9 30 Oh, you're getting my level. <laughs> <laughs> mm. As an alumni of the food culinary arts, uh, 
here's how it works. It's like arm wrestling. Okay. They're in there, uh, stretching their wrists and their muscles at eight twenty-seven, and you walk in and if you have a girl with you and you're trying to flex your muscles, like in front of her and you go, Hey, uh, uh, you guys still open. Oh, the employees cannot say no because the owner needs to make money. But at this point he's losing money. So you think you're flexing on them. You got our arm almost to the mat. You're like, yeah, you're open. Uh, I'll take the messiest motherfucking food you make. And then you think you're in charge. But as soon as you lay down your money and place your order, your arm gets busted. Your fucking wrist explodes because all that food goes through angry hands. Oh, you have no power. I feel like I have to like go back and say that I don't agree with people going in and ordering three minutes before closing. Yeah. Just just to clear that up. (laughs) Just to clear that up. I'm not that asshole. Like if I go to a store and it's 857 and they've already locked the door, I go, yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But with restaurants, like it usually takes about a half an hour to 45 minutes to close a restaurant. So if it's been slow and they're already closing down early, you order a goddamn spaghetti and meatballs at a pizza place and you just set them back 45 minutes. So no, I I get that. I totally, I myself completely understand that. Yeah. That's the biggest fuck up that people do it. Oh, it's, it drives it. You, you, Oh, you can't win that situation. Don't No, Yeah. I, I agree. And going somewhere minutes before closing and expecting amazing full service is supremely douchey. But I can tell you there's a lot of supreme douches out there. So to all these supreme douches that go in and go, you're open until 830 and it's 827. <laughs> I'll take the this, this, and then this. Those guys and women are just another level because they, they've obviously, well, maybe they just never worked in food service. I'm sure I do something in a field I don't know about that fucks people over and makes them angry, but I do know the food service arts and that's such a bad thing to do. Such a bad thing to do. I think that's why everyone should work retail and food service. Retail. Mm, not retail. Or, no, no, no. That should, should be a rite or, of passage. No, really not retail. Food retail service. Or, yes. Retail or there's a big retail or sucks. It does. It sucks. I have I'm never not. worked retail, but I know it sucks. And I respect people to do it because retail sucks. I get that. So I don't want to work retail. Maybe retail would suck less if uh, more people worked it. I agree. No, I wholly agree. Let's people do not out. understand how much shit retail employees go through. I have so much respect for retail employees. Like if I go to a store, I can't find something. I ain't asking. I know that shit's not going to be found. I understand. The store Shards. may say they have it, but that doesn't mean shit. I, who, who do you think is the expert here? Shards or you? Who's got more? I have zero retail experience, but I, I respect retail people because they get paid the least and they get the most shit. But I respect that. So Shards, who do you think is the expert between you and Rob on retail? Does working at a liquor store count as retail? Yes. Then I have 16 years. Rob, what say you? I think I may have a little bit more experience because what? my inventory is posted online. Mm, that's not retail. No, 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 no. Working in the store, right? But your inventory is posted online. So people think that just because your inventory is online that they know more than you. Whereas True. a liquor store... Your inventory is not posted online. So uh, there's more than say, a liquor store. Oh, I know you got it in back. I know you got it in back. Shards of sandbagging as he always <laughs> does. He's got more than a liquor store. He worked at a very prominent surf shop. Oh, yeah, I worked at Ron John's for like almost six years. Yeah. Dealing That's with true. retail customers on vacation. That's the worst. That's fucking terrible. Nothing's I worse think- than vacation <laughs> retail shoppers. 
I gun agree. shoppers. Mm. Actually, I, actually, I feel like I can I can uh, attest to that because I've been in a many a gun shops and watched people shop, and it's fucking atrocious. It is okay, Rob. You have the upper hand now. Shard, you going to concede that he may have more retail uh, grievances than you do? Mm, I want to back that's up. It's like apples and oranges. I think I have. I've seen more issues arise because of the field that I was in Mm -hmm. in the amount of time and not necessarily more hours worth of experience. Okay. Let's do I feel like Rob would have dealt with more douchebags and I dealt with more Karens. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This begs the question. Let's hear the difference. Rob, tell us a douchebag story and then shards. You tell us a Karen story because I hate both douchebags and Karens. All right. Husband and wife come into the store. Okay, I'm already mad at him. Go ahead. <laughs> Husband and wife are shopping for wife's first carry handgun. Oh, it's going to be pink. It's going to be pink. No, 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 no. No. He thinks that because the gun is smaller, that it will be better for her. <laughs> Here, okay. honey, hold this Kimber 45 that huh? is smaller than a Smith & Wesson m&p9 or 380 just because of it's a pocket carry versus a semi subcompact oh this is light but it's in fucking 45 like yeah let me let me just have my wife pull out this handgun who has no experience with firearms and fire off this 45 or you could give her something yeah exactly (laughs) Who immediately goes to the range and is like, I fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. Or or they say, oh, no, you need this extremely subcompact 380 or nine or millimeter. And I'm talking gibberish to people that don't know handguns. But if I if I give someone a Miata with. Oh, sorry, a Mazda Miata, a nice fast car. I use the term fast very loosely. You didn't didn't let me finish. A small car with questionable sexual orientation. You didn't didn't let me finish. Go ahead. You didn't let me finish. Mm. But we drop a 454 in the front of it. Mm. Even though it's the same size, does not mean that you're going to be able to handle it as well as a car that size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So then what? So they... So they put a huge engine in this small car and say, here, first time driver. Well, how does that affect you as a retail puke? As a retail puke, it is my job to make sure that this person does not come back and try to return this firearm. Okay. Because you cannot return firearms. I understand that. So is that what happens? You understand that. So they go to the range. Mama can't take the recoil. Or and now it's my fault because I didn't sell him the right gun and mm. I'm getting screamed at, not talked to, screamed at that I will not refund their $700 purchase that they may or may not be able to afford to sell them a four or $500 gun or even a $300 gun that I have referred to them prior to. Okay. I hear, I hear the, I hear it. So you have a douchebag shards. Do you have a better Karen story from your retail experience? No, I feel like my Karen story is the same as his douchebag story, but just different circumstances. That's the magic of retail. So yeah, yeah, like um, I sold a lot of surfboards and 
it's the same thing. If you've never surfed before, the best thing to do is get on a big board, lots of stability. But everybody wants the cool short board because that's what they see everybody, you know, on the internet surfing. And you do yeah. all you can to talk these people out of it. Like, hey, you know, your kid, first time surfer, probably should get them a long board. No, no, no. And they have a thousand reasons. Can't fit it in my car. Too big to carry. Where am I going to yeah, store exactly. it in my house? Blah, blah, blah. It's you. like, yeah, well, these are these are the trade-offs. And so what do they do? They buy the five foot two high performance board. And how much is that board versus the board that you just recommended? So I'm trying to get them, hey, buy a nine foot foamy, 250 out your pocket. Who cares if you break it? It's foam, I hear whatever, you. I hear 250. You. But no, they want to spend the seven or $800 to buy the little high performance board because it's small and cute and it looks better next to their kid. And then they go out. Stories are remarkably alike. Yeah, go they ahead. go out to try to surf it and can't fucking do it because it's too small and the waves here suck anyway. So like, what are you doing with that board to begin with? And they come in, they bitch and complain. They want to return. They want to exchange. And it's like, that you already surfed it. You took it in the water. It's not like new. I can't resell that. I hear you. Right. Did, but did you ever get the satisfaction of someone coming back to return a small surfboard that has like a stitches on their forehead or a black eye or an arm in a sling or anything cool where you know they ate shit? No, I never got that. Uh, not oh, not that not selling, so but I've great. seen it happen when I rented though. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you right. You have stories like that. Let's hear. Let's hear one. Give us your best. So guys will come in and say they want to go on a mountain goat hunt. Okay. And Wait, what kind of retail story are we working in that I can buy a gun and a mountain goat hunt in the same place? Okay, well, if you let me finish, we'll get there. You sound like my wife. Okay, honey, finish. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's going to take some time, but I'll finish. Oh! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, mountain goat hunts, you got to climb mountains. So Well, you're it's in the fucking name. You would, well, uh, you know that, but <laughs> these motherfuckers don't, apparently. You know, if you're climbing mountains, every pound that you add to your kit hurts. I mean, there's a difference between a 15-pound rifle and an 8-pound rifle. I think we all know that every pound hurts. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> yes? So you get these guys that come in that want to have the least amount of recoil possible. Or sorry, not the least amount of recoil. The least amount of weight possible when they pack this rifle out 14, 15 miles out into the wilderness. Yeah. And so they buy the lightest rifle possible. Now, okay. a lot of the times these light rifles are not cheap because they have carbon fiber barrels, mm -hmm. they have carbon fiber stocks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking easily $2,000 where you could get a gun in the same range, a little bit heavier for four to 700. Okay. So they'll buy these extremely light rifles. They'll take them out and they'll shoot them with their brand new scopes on top of them. And they'll decide that they hate it because all of that weight that they cut away from their rifle is going mm -hmm. right into their shoulder. Yeah. Newton's law. The best is when they go out and they're not experienced and they take it out to the range and they come back to you with black eyes and scope rings. Yes. <laughs> scope eye, I love it. You don't know how to control a recoil. And so they're hitting themselves in the face every time they pull the trigger on this gun. And they bring it back to you and say, look what you did to me. They say, yeah, basically is uh, you sold me a gun that's too light. I can't use this. Look what it did. Look what and you did. Exactly. Look what I did. Mm -hmm. Yep. I hear you. This is your that fault. sucks. 
It's your fault. That's yep. why I think like retail people should be kept in the discussion with uh, nurses and doctors and first responders. Like retail gets shit on, but they got the shittiest jobs ever. You know what career has the highest suicide rate? Dentists. Dentists. Retail managers. No, it's dentists. Me and Rob agree. Well, you know what job has the second <laughs> highest suicide rate? Retail managers. <laughs> I could no, I could see that because they get the most stress for the least amount of pay. That's what it is. Exactly. A lot of stress. Plus, everyone no I know that worked retail, and since I haven't, I can't answer to this, but it seems like their hours are fucking dog shit. Yes. Like, yeah, you get Tuesday. They always have like non-consecutive days off. Like, oh, you get Tuesdays and Thursdays off, and then you come in in the morning on this day, the afternoon on this day, the evening on this day. Like, it just seems like everything I've learned about retail or heard about retail, I should say, seems like how do they hire anybody who who has the balls to work for this yeah you'll have shifts like it's okay you're gonna work 12 to 10 on this day and then the next day you gotta open up at six o'clock in the morning yeah i know so th- that's one good thing COVID did i think and it's a good thing from my perspective maybe from yours but now like how the job market is so jacked up and nobody wants to work retail nobody wants to work service jobs like it's hard to find waitresses and waiters because people took some time off and said you know what fuck that shit for that money, I'll do something else. And they have done something else. And I can tell you that it is hard to find waiters and waitresses and retail people. I, I, that's one good thing from COVID. People sat back and said, fuck that. Even chefs, people used to pride themselves. I'm a chef. I worked 67, 70 hours a week, 80 hours a week. I never see my family, but I'm a chef. The culinary world lost hundreds of thousands of culinary chefs and cooks because people said, I'm not doing that anymore. It's fucking ridiculous. And for any money, I'm not doing that shit. So thank you, COVID and China for that. We woke up and said, hard work is hard work. Are you saying that COVID was a good thing because it gave people self-worth? Yes. That's what I'm saying. China gave us our soul back by people saying, working 80 hours a week and losing your family to be a chef is not worth it. So I'm just going to be an organic coffee grower, smoke dope, and have a mule. If humanity as a whole gained self-respect for themselves and their work out of COVID, if that's the only thing they took out of it, I'm okay with that. I think that's what's happened. I would like a little more for what we went through, but I, I don't know. It's hurting. It's hurting us with inflation because they have to pay, you know, shit job people more like they should have been doing forever. That's where the inflation is coming from. A hamburger costs you 15 bucks now because the guy who's cooking it doesn't want to work 80 hours for $10 an hour. So yeah, big ups on that. We needed a revolution and COVID did it. Thank you, China, you fucking assholes. You helped us in one respect. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I was joking, by the way, about retail managers having the highest suicide rate. I don't even think they rate on that scale, to be honest with you. I think you just Fox News does and you're just like, pull a number out of your ass and oh, made definitely. believe it. And now, <laughs> definitely. Now we have to sue you to I've get liability, <laughs> culpability. Well, no, me and Rob, it, me and Rob like, called you out on it. We knew miserable you. fucking job. Yeah, we knew I mean, I did retail wrong. management for a hot minute and uh, I didn't die. But I think I think COVID saved me from killing myself, I guess. I can't even imagine saying, here's your schedule. Need you to come in. Uh, your days off will be Thursdays and when, uh, Thursdays and Tuesdays. And you should come in, in the morning here, the evening here and the afternoon here. And fuck you. Yeah, I just could, I yeah. couldn't do that. Well, and that's oh. the other part that sucks, too, is scheduling people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like people want to complain about a Monday through Friday uh, eight to five. Right. But when someone comes in and says, Hey, I need to take this day off for my child's 
recital or soccer game. Oh, I know where you're just going. Because, just because I want to. I know where you're going. I, as a person, could not say no. Like, you will never get me to say no to that. You know what the worst answer back to that is? And retail is where it started. You'll have to find someone to cover your shit. Yeah. I never, I, I never once said that. Never. I would never be able to say that to somebody. I myself would rather come in and cover that for my employees. That's what than, I would do. Than put the onus on them. But you would be a terrible retail and or service manager because you're like, you're letting your employees walk on you. No, it's I let my employees have their life. They came in much happier because I respect them as a person. Retail people don't want happy employees. They just want employ. They want bodies that can scan a, a bar. I know. That's, that's. I think that's why I wasn't very successful. I mean, I was successful, but I wasn't happy. Well, it's changing. I think retail finally grew a spine because of COVID. People ain't putting up with that shit anymore, and they shouldn't. Fuck that. Yeah. Everyone's Fuck. life matters, yeah. honestly. You know whose life's whose life really matters now? Yours. King. King Charles the Third in Britain. Did you, guys, did you guys watch the coronation festivities? Absolutely not. The only They're coronation I ever seen was in Frozen. That's yep. a goddamn fact. <laughs> Shards, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It was a huge setback for white people everywhere. Because first, the actual ceremony, oh my God, sanctimonious bullshit, hours of uh, who, uh, people watched it with fervor, I heard, but it was so bad in modern times. Like, there's a reason it's dying off. It was so bad. Did you guys see any of the highlights of the coronation? I saw the highlights of a gold carriage going through the streets with potholes filled with sand. Yeah, they spent the 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 taxpayers spent millions of dollars for the coronation. Meanwhile, they're in a kind of a recession. England's got a lot of problems, and they just opened the checkbook and just said, "How much does this cost?" And put on a huge fucking Cinderella story. And all I took from it was, did you see King Charles fingers? No. Oh, my <laughs> God. You got to Google King Charles fingers. Uh, I'm not going to make fun of him because I think it's from a heart condition. But his fingers look like kielbasa, like a glove with kielbasa fingers. Like he's got some kind of swelling situation. So <laughs> like a glove filled with water. <laughs> Overfilled <laughs> with red water. And I guess because of the coronation, he had to wear a bunch of rings. So these rings look like they're never coming off again. You know, Holy shit. like his fingers swole. Like if you take Viagra and your boner doesn't go down in four hours and they have to suck the blood out in the ER. Oh, he's got the worst sausage fingers you ever saw. Not to mention, this is the Royals. I don't get this. They are so fucking inbred. All of them have bad teeth. King Charles has bad teeth, bad hair. He dumped the hottest woman on earth, Diana, and got her killed to marry Camilla Parker Bowles, who looks like a horse. Fucking giant buck-ass teeth. Fucking cow. She's terrible. And to watch her stand there with that big smile. <laughs> oh, People love the Royals. I fucking hate them. I think they're a bunch of inbred jackasses. And that coronation was like a celebration of inbred jackasses with sausage fingers and buck teeth and receding hairline. No offense. It was crazy. <laughs> but the part that makes it so bad for me, well, you're Puerto Rican and he's mixed American. The part that makes it bad for people like myself is the coronation ball. They had a huge concert, hundreds of thousands of people. It looked like someone dropped rice. It looked like somebody airdropped huge piles of rice into a concert facility. And at the front of it was King Charles. And 
horse face Camilla while no British artist performed to my knowledge. Cause they didn't, they hate him. It was American people. Lionel Richie was the darkest son of a bitch within a thousand miles of that coronation. The bad part is nobody said King Charles sit on this throne and fucking don't move. And Camilla sit next to him and don't move. And princess Harry don't move or whatever the fuck is buck tooth ass receding hairline prince name is. They tried to dance. And so did the crowd. So the more the crowd danced, the more King Charles danced, the more his kids tried to dance and they cannot dance at all. It's embarrassing. It's it hurt me to my soul. I can't dance. And I know that that's why I drink a lot of liquor at Christmas parties. So I get over it. King Charles tried to dance. And then someone said, quit dancing, but wave this little miniature British flag. I urge every glass hole within the sound of my voice to check this out. If you haven't already seen it. And it's so sad. It's so sad. So sad. He tried to dance over and over again. Have you, have you boys ever seen uh, the peanut gang, Charlie Brown, them dancing to the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. To what the, is that? The, it's like Linus and Lucy. Is this a Saturday Night Live skit or what is this? I don't know. It's no, from the, the cartoon. Linus, okay. Linus and Lucy, they start doing the peanut gang song and everybody starts dancing on stage and it's... I grew up with that. I don't understand what, what they did wrong, but I, I don't dance. I'm terrible at it. I have no rhythm and no dance. So maybe to me, I was like, oh, they're doing okay. What do he's I saying need- is, is that if you were to go out and do a dance and you were trying to symbolize the peanuts, would that dance look good in person? No. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, what was going on in the coronation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That is what was going on. And then first his head's into it, and then he tries to move his arms, and then someone is like, Psh, you got to move more than your arms. He's like, oh, right, oh, chap. And then he tries to move his body, and uh, it was so sad. It was, And then they pan out to the crowd, and uh, there's nobody within, within the view of the camera that has any rhythm or fluid movement. It's like they, it was a symposium about how white people should never dance on a, on a countrywide scale. It made me so sad. We are terrible and we are terrible. I'll take that. We are fucking terrible at that shit. But to have the king sit him in a throne and make him smile and wave, that's it. You know, but that begs the question. I bet there's places where the kings can really dance and shit. They bet they get down, but it ain't, it ain't England. No, sir. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> it ain't England. <laughs> it ain't England. I mean, it and is if, a bunch of white folks. I mean, what do you expect? Oh, it's a lot of white folks. <laughs> oh, as far as the eye can see, white folks. Oh, it was terrible. And the sad part for me is uh, I've been told all my life when I was a kid, like, yeah, you're part German. I've been told I'm part Native American, Blackfoot Indian. I was told all this bullshit from my family lore. And I got excited about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm part German. I'm part this. I'm, but got some Indian blood in me. 23 and me. I send that spit take in. They're like, no, motherfucker. You are from Southern England and Southern England only. I'm as white <laughs> as white could white be. And last night or the coronation ball was like, look what your people are a bunch of buck tooth receding hairline inbred motherfuckers who cannot dance. And it hit me hard. It hit me hard. I'm sorry. You had to live through that on top of my, my sadness, like, uh, like shards. He's got all these cool, uh, Filipino things in his life, like the lumpia parties and the, the cooking and the traditions and shit. And everybody I know pretty much, you know, even uh, I don't have a code name for capital G at work, but, you know, his parents are Eastern European and they make like 
homemade sausage and kielbasa that's off the charts delicious. My family is like, uh, our family recipe is like a pot roast. Like, oh, it's the family pot roast. <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. That's white. I have no culture. In, like, we think we're the cultured ones. I have nothing. I am white, wonder bread, can't dance. You know, if you came over to my house, I would dazzle you with a fucking pot roast. Meanwhile, you know, shards could cook you 10 things I can't pronounce. I'm sure your family, Rob, probably has some things from your half. I, I got nothing. I got grilled cheese and pot roast and I can't dance. That's what I that's mean. What I, I mean. fucking love grilled cheese. So Every, everyone loves it, but it's not culture. Culture is like foo or foe from Vietnam where it takes hours to make the broth. You have to boil it all day. You have to pick special spices. Mine is like, well, you get a chuck roast and you put it in a crock pot and you pour a gravy packet over it. And that's pot roast. <laughs> America. <laughs> And then you run your fucking DNA expecting to be a, like, oh, I'm, I'm surely there's a Viking or a something in my history, maybe an African king. And it's like, no, Southern England. And it pretty much stops there. Oh, look, it's Prince. It's King Charles dancing and waving a flag. Uh, it emptied my soul. It just emptied my soul. And then they panned to all my other fellow Englanders. And I was like, oh, God, I got nothing. They boil their meat. They eat fries and fish and they have inbred people as their kings. That's me. That's my culture. Everything I just told you, pot roast, grilled cheese, and King Charles is my fucking culture. I like bangers and mash though. (laughs) And scotch eggs. Still compared to what comes out of the Philippines or Vietnam or Thailand. Oh, like Balut? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Rico. Uh, Those are all bland dog shit. And they eat the, they call it awful over in the UK. Awful is like the intestines, the liver, the brains. They eat all that shit, the gallbladder. One of the biggest fucking crimes in food history is the endocrine system where they cut your endocrine glands out of you. Do you guys know what they call that in England when they sell you like you go into a butcher shop and you're like, hello, good. Day. Do you have any blank? Do you know what they call it when you buy all the endocrine glands? No. Good eating. Oh, I dare you. That's your dare. <laughs> I'm going to do a block party. I want you to eat endocrine glands. And here's how you order them. Hello. Do you have any sweet breads? They call it fucking sweet breads. It sounds so good. It's endocrine glands. From a fucking cow. And they call it sweetbreads. At least the fucking Irish or Scots or whatever call terrible shit haggis. You know you don't want haggis. Do you want some haggis? No, I do not want haggis. Do you want some sweetbreads? The fuck yeah, I want sweetbreads. Boom. Endocrine glands on a plate. So that's my culture. I don't have culture. I don't have culture. I have boiled meat and people that can't dance or show any kind of enjoyment. That's where my DNA traces back to. If someone ever serves me glands, Mm -hmm. I'll probably flip the fuck out. Do you drink milk? Is that a gland? No. Does that come out of a gland? It comes out of a gland. Okay, that's Mm. different. Would you ever eat Blue Mountain Oysters? No, it's Rocky Mountain Oysters. Nope. Me neither. You know what Dr. Pohl does? I told you guys, I think. When he castrates a cow, horse, a goat, a sheep... He just throws the balls into the uh, field and dogs, field dogs or barn dogs know that what's up. The barn dogs know they're cutting balls off animals and they come running. They're like, oh, we're eating good tonight, boys. Like little footballs. Nom, 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 nom. Not me, man. Well, 
Let's to wrap this up, the, the coronation of uh, Bucktooth Horseface King Charles just just devastated me as a human being. I got nothing. My DNA is so fucking. My DNA is like instead of being curled, it's probably straight, like boring, like a comb. My DNA looks like a fucking comb. Dun 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 dun. dun. Oh well, America, <laughs> England. Yeah, my homeland is uh, is terrible, especially with a king in 2023. They still have a king. But one of my favorite rebuttals to this, I was a huge Monty Python fan when I was a kid. And that's not a snake for you. Uh, I'm a. Oh, he admitted he's a. That's got to disappear. So they coronated a king. And my homeland still believes in a monarchy after all these years. And it's 2023. That's over with. Inbred. You can't let inbred landowners run everything. But one of my favorite things against that, even when I was a kid, was Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail, which I found out Shards has never seen. Rob, have you seen Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail? Yeah, I have. This is a pretty good movie. Shards has not seen it. And with his past with uh, Herbage, I can't believe that's the perfect Herbage movie. Especially if you're rolling airplanes, like watch Monty Python, but he's not going to enjoy it now. It's too late. The ship has sailed. But even as a kid, this used to kill me. You know, I'm American and they have a king. (laughs) So when I'm watching the coronation clips and seeing how embarrassing it is to my DNA, all I could think about was this clip of uh, from Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail. It's one of my favorite comedy bits in all time. uh, Favorite shards. Hit it. All I think is (laughs) I'm your king. Well, I didn't vote for you. You don't vote for kings. Well, how do you become <laughs> king then? The Lady of the Lake, <laughs> her arm clad in the purest shimmering Samite, held aloft Excalibur from the bosom of the water, yes. signifying by divine providence that I, Arthur, was to carry Excalibur. That is why I'm your king. Listen, strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government. Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. Be quiet. But you can't expect to wield supreme executive power just because some ordinary tart threw a sword at you. If I went round saying I was an emperor... Just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me, they put me away. Shut up, will you? Shut up. Ah, now we see the violence inherent in the system. Shut the up. violence inherent in the system. Come and see the violence inherent in the system. <laughs> help, help, I'm being repressed. Bloody <laughs> peasant. Oh, what a giveaway. Do you hear that? Do you hear that, eh? That's what I'm on about. Do you see him repressing me? Help, help, I'm being repressed. That's my view of the royal family and uh, a monarch. Oh, that's so funny. I, that makes me laugh so hard. So congratulations, King Charles the third, hopefully King Charles the last. <laughs> and at a minimum, take some dance classes. King, whoever the fuck is next, Harry or Potter or Kate, whoever's next, take some fucking dance lessons. Come on, help a brother out. Right? I agree. Thank you. It's the least I could do. Well, shit, man. We've been rambling a long time. You all got anything else to ramble about? Nope. I would like to say thanks again. Tons of listeners, new listeners. Our downloads are going up. And we've had great support and feedback. And we aim to please. And again, like it or hate it, it costs you zero dollars. 
where else can you just go to get entertainment and go, uh, I will pay $0 for this, put it right in my ears. And I want, I want to deliver to my eardrums for $0. That's us. That ain't retail. That's direct marketing boys. Hell yeah. Shards. Anything for you? I got none. Shards. That's nothing. Well, Rob, do you have something? Brevity. The language of Kings. I like that one. It's not funny. It's fucking precise. <laughs> we can't go out on precise. Come on. Let's come up with something. Let's come up with something glass bottomy. Let's get some glass hole excitement. Can I get a oh yeah? Oh yeah. Shards? Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. You heard the show, now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one.